Hey everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk Mom to Mom. I am your host, Nisha Hopkins. Let's Talk Mom to Mom is candid conversation for fearless moms in business to discuss, learn, and share their struggles and successes of being a mompreneur. Each episode, I'll have the opportunity to chat with other moms about their real life struggles and the things they've conquered, and some may still be working through within life and in business. This platform is to help, assist, and guide you through your journey of entrepreneurship and motherhood. Hey everyone and welcome to this week's episode. I hope everyone is doing well and feeling great. I hope you guys had an extended and great holiday. Uh, Before we get back into things, I want to just invite you all to our 2020 virtual pajama party, which will be taking place next Thursday online, December 10th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Times. Uh, Tickets are still available for the pajama party and I've actually added a second ticket option for all of you. So this is an event that you do not want to miss, and I encourage you all to register now. Just a little bit about our speakers for the evening. We have Tanisha Henderson, who will be sharing her story on dealing with PTSD and motherhood. We have Kim Williams, who's with Single Black Motherhood, and she'll be sharing tips on building healthy relationships with your children. We have Zaquana Wilson, who will be sharing strategies on building wealth for yourself and your family. We have Nadia Simone, who will be sharing her story on balancing motherhood while working in a time-consuming environment. We have Jessica Williams, who will be sharing strategies on dealing with life when life feels like shit. And then we have Nisha Phillips, who will be sharing tips on acknowledging and dealing with mental health as a mother. This week, Nisha will actually be our special guest for the podcast, which I am really excited about. Uh, But before we get into things, I do want to just share a little bit more about Nisha. Nisha is a wife, personal development coach, and international speaker. She has spoken in Paris, France, teaching other coaches how to be the CEO of their lives versus the CEO of their business. She is the CEO of Executive Behavior, a personal development firm. And she is also the founder of the Queens Connect Network which is a network that was created to empower women and to stand against domestic violence. Nisha is embracing her newest title, which she is extremely blessed about, and that is a mom. So let's go ahead and welcome Nisha to the show. So let's go ahead and get right into things. Let's go ahead and welcome Nisha to the show. Hey, Nisha. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day. It's Saturday. I'm ready to work. What's going on? Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode. And jumping right into things, just uh, I just gave a little intro, but share with us a little bit more about your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Okay. So um, every time I tell this story, I will always give a shout out to Nikki B., um she was pretty much like a mentor i pretty much started off um i went to my first networking event ever in my life i've never been to one before and um, i met a woman named nikki and she pretty much embraced me and was like you should come back again it was good to meet you we found things in common she was hosting it and um i kind of felt insecure because i was around a lot of beautiful black women who, who were entrepreneurs who were dressing 
like you know um like you would think they you know had millions of dollars you know i was just intimidated at the time and so i went back again because you know i couldn't understand as to why i felt that way because i'm not a shy individual so i went back to the next networking event this time i had a <laughs> a fancy jumpsuit, some heels, sunglasses. (laughs) I came out like, you know, this is a new new me or whatever. And so um, I started to embrace the culture of networking and getting to know more um, women and what they're about and what they do and their passions. And um, because of that, Nikki actually um, asked for me to work under her um, because she also owned an event venue at the time, and I would work with her, and I was inspired with her, and then I said, I want to do my own thing, and I had to look within myself to figure out what it is that I love to do, and I love people. I love people's energy. I love to help in any area that I can, and so I started uh, Executive Behavior, which is a personal development firm, everything in regards to personal development that I've been um, creating, um, you know, empowering events. And um, and then I ended up getting into speaking that just fell into my lap. And then I ended up being an international speaker. I ended up speaking in Paris. And then um, I started Queens Connect Network for women to um, connect with each other, learn from each other, and to embrace each other um, with different titles that we have as women to learn how to give um, some type of balance and understanding of what we go through together as women. So um, I've been through, (laughs) it's been a long journey and I'm still here, you know, so I'm just grateful to be here. I love it. And I be telling people all the time, like going to networking events is is key. Like I love a good networking event, but let me tell y'all, ain't no event like Nisha events. Nisha Nisha events are always bomb and they are always like from decor, beautiful decor, energy, everything. So I love it. I appreciate it. it. (laughs) I'm always trying to give an experience, but you know, as you go along, when you make mistakes or um, you see what your audience like, you know, you continue to build on that. So that's a big part of my journey there is building on, you know, what you're learning as you go along. Absolutely. Now, one of your new titles, which I absolutely love, Tiana, but you're also a new mommy. So we want to congratulate you again on that. Um, and with the new mommy, you are also, you know, a businesswoman, social worker, a wife, a mom. And um, how has that created like a different space for you? Or have you been able to kind of just, how, how do you treat yourself? Like, how do you incorporate yourself and self-care within all of these things that you do well i tell you um that's something that i'm still learning um my daughter's five months now and she is my entire heart <laughs> i never knew motherhood could feel this good you know it's it's a true blessing and um my life instantly changed so Um, probably a month before I got, well, a month before I knew I was pregnant, I was already burnt out from entrepreneurship, actually, because I've been a nonstop and go since 2016. Um, And so I decided to just chill for, you know, I need to take a step back and get myself together mentally. 
it was when I decided to get myself together mentally is when I finally got pregnant. And so um, I dropped everything for my daughter. Like I, I'm currently not even working in uh, my career field. I am a full-time mom. I am a full-time wife right now. This is a totally different type of dynamic for me because I've always had more than one job since I was 16 years old, you know. So um, not actually working um, in my career field, which is social work and mental health, is very different. However, on the entrepreneurial side of things, I have been plotting and planning and observing my audience and figuring out how I want to revamp and make my comeback and learning how can I, uh, what can I do to balance things when it's time, you know? Um, you know, doing this interview actually is me slowly coming back. And uh, in regards to self-care, I am just slowly finding things that brings me joy because um, everything is wrapped around Tiana. Everything is wrapped around my princess. So, you know, with the weather changing, you know, you know, your depression hits, your symptoms hit, you know, it's important that you are finding what brings you joy. So what I do is, or what I've been doing, I have been um, buying things for my home that makes me smile every day. Because I feel like if you can get your home together or the, the environment that you're in the most to um, kind of fit what you're looking for as far as what can lift up your spirits. I think that's a big part of my self-care that I've really been doing. So I buy flowers, I buy a new decor for my house, I buy things that will help organize things around my house. And because of that, um, I have been able to kind of keep a steady attitude and mood and which helps me give more energy to my baby you know what i mean and gives me more inspiration and time to um you know dedicate to my business because the place where i'm at the most feels good to be here you know listen that's a note that i have to take because <laughs> i just moved and i don't have nothing on the wall but i think my last <laughs> I think my last three uh, apartments, I haven't put anything on the walls, and that is a good point to make, you know, making just the space that you spend 100% of your time comfortable, and that's something that we don't do, especially as, you know, working moms, like, we are so caught up into everything else that we don't have oh, that, yes. that safe or safer place. Yes, and, and if you think about it, a lot of moms are now having to stay home due to the pandemic, they're working mm -hmm. from home and they're doing this e-learning situation with their children, which can also be pretty difficult. So, you know, to actually make your home cozy and livable and just um, a place where it's still, you know, your safe haven, that's so important. So I have things on my wall that says, um, it's gonna be a beautiful day or, you know, I have, I, li I like feathers because of some of the things that they symbolic. I have um, a really nice painting of um, feathers on my blue wall. I have accent walls. I have mirrors. Um, I'm about to buy some plants to put in here to keep the air filtered and everything. I want my home to be very cozy as these, as winter is coming. And, you know, you want to always monitor how you're feeling in your mental health because if you're not doing okay anything that you work on won't be okay 
It won't progress. You got to take care of yourself first. I absolutely love it, and I definitely get something for your wall, Nisha. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I promise. I promise. That's gonna be my task for next week. I'm gonna find me a nice little something to put on the wall. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna take baby steps, but I'm gonna get it done. <laughs> oh, you know one of the things that I do though, like when I go to Myers to uh, uh, go grocery shopping. Um, I have a budget for food and then I'll go to the flower aisle and buy uh, a set of flowers to put on my island so every morning I can see fresh flowers or I will go to the home section and see what type of decor they have and I have a budget just for that so I will buy something that makes me smile so I can see it every day. So you know what, since I've been afraid of it, I, I, I don't go by list. Like if it's not on the list, I'm not going in that area. I want to go in and out. <laughs> like, I can't breathe in my mask. Like, I don't want to be in here. I just want to hurry up, and I just want to hurry up and leave or I feel myself going to go crazy. So, but I'm going to do it. I promise I'm going to do it. Even if I have to shop online, I promise, I promise, I promise. Oh, I have an online shopping problem. You know, that's actually one of the other things that make me smile. So when my husband come home and he see about 10 boxes from Amazon, my whole thing is every time he be like, what is all of that? I say things that make me smile. Oh, okay. <laughs> the explanation. Because those are things that I probably didn't bought for the house or I probably bought for my baby because I love shopping for Tiana. So it's just things that make me smile. So I say do it. Go to Amazon. Go to anywhere you need to go. You know, do what you need to do. Okay, got it. I'm definitely going to do that now. Um, you say that, you know, how your life basically revolves around your household, you know, creating that space for your house, creating that comfortable space for you and your husband and your daughter. And you also told us how you are a people's person. You like people and you are very, you know, welcoming. So how have you had to just reestablish or have you had to reestablish any boundaries since becoming a mother? You know what helped me establish boundaries? The pandemic. Because the, mm -hmm. <laughs> the mm -hmm. pandemic automatically sets boundaries anyway. You can't see everybody. You can't, you know what I mean? You can't, nobody just can't come and pop up at your house because social distances is going on right now. You know, it forces you to actually create a new normal anyway. So um, with that being said, from the day my daughter was born, I had to set boundaries. I didn't want pictures of her posted immediately because uh, I just felt, I just, I don't know what it was. I just automatically wanted to protect her, you know, immediately. <laughs> I didn't post pictures of her immediately. I probably started posting pictures maybe a month or so after. Um, no one could come and visit due to the pandemic. It was only me and my husband. He couldn't even leave if he wanted to because they would not let him back in. We were there for five days. And since then, it set the tone. So um, I couldn't, I can't pop up at everyone's event like I used to. You know, everything has to be more calculated now. Everyone can't pop up at my house like I would usually want, you know, welcome to do so because I love being around people. And, you know, at first it was kind of scary to me because when you're so used to popping up at everybody's events and supporting everyone's events and welcoming people in your home so often and you don't do it anymore, it's kind of like, oh, she's changed or, you know, she ain't this anymore, but it's not like that. I still love you. <laughs> 
I still love you, but I will not pick up the phone if I'm putting my baby to sleep or if my baby's sleeping, I don't want to wake her up. You can text me if you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that then. Um, you know, I can't see you every time that how, how much we used to see you. So I've been really trying to set the tone for family and friends with that. And the only thing I can do is hope that they understand because I am a new mom and I'm still trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? So, um, the boundaries are, you know, everything. I, I might not can't stay out until a certain amount of time. And if I do, well, thank God for that, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, everything is different now. And um, I'm still learning. And I just ask that, you know, family, friends give me some grace. And I give myself some grace. And I, and I applaud myself for, you know, standing my ground and i think that's part of that ceo of your life that i'm trying to teach people and i'm trying to show evidence of because now i really have to do it in a different dynamic because um it's just important to me and my mental health so and i encourage everyone to do that i love that and i strongly uh, believe that you got to teach people how to treat you either way like a lot of us when it comes to boundaries we just feel like you know, if we didn't set them up front, then everybody get a pass. And what I had to learn is no, like even people that's already been in your life, like it's okay to set new boundaries with them. They either, like you said, they either don't agree with it and go with the flow or they not. Mm -hmm. You know what also encouraged me to set boundaries mm -hmm. is that I actually have a friend who set boundaries with me. And that's oh. important. That's important to note. You know what I mean? people don't talk about that. People don't talk about the fact that people also have boundaries set for you because your actions might not align with them. Like something that I do that's kind of annoying is, which some people let me slide on and some people don't. I have a, a friend of mine who I love dearly. If I text him um, multiple times in one time, <laughs> He will, he will not respond and he'll respond when he feels like it. And he said, you did too much. He said, and he will tell me, he was like, okay, you do it again. I'm gonna block you. But that's just how I am. If I have a new idea or something that I'm passionate about, I want to get it out so much that I probably should have just called or FaceTime you. And some people are perfectly fine with me doing that, but he doesn't like that. And that messes with his anxiety. So because I care for him and I love him, I'm going to keep that in mind and not do that because you have to show respect to the people that you want in your life. And I want him there. So I'm going to do that, you know? And, um, and so I hope that people will show me that same type of respect, you know? I love that. Cause I know a lot of times when people show you the boundaries that they've set, kind of get offended like <laughs> yeah you people do that. but then you expect them to respect yours so people get so upset i've heard that before oh so i guess i got boundaries now and you, you got boundaries now you got i guess i gotta learn yeah absolutely mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. now um you have a background in mental health and social work so I want to ask, like, what are some tips or strategies that you can provide to our mom tribe who has been suffering, you know, depression and anxiety uh, due to everything that has been taking place prior to the pandemic and then now with the pandemic happening and lasting longer than we all expected? 
Oh, yes. So um, with my background and dealing with that and also having those symptoms myself, because, you know, my anxiety is that it, it comes daily. It comes very often. So um, my biggest advice I would give is to take your time and don't overthink. Sometimes we overthink scenarios so much that it stresses us out and that's not even what the real reality of the situation is. When my daughter coughs, I be like, Terry, get the thermometer. Get, we got to take a temperature immediately. You know? I think that's the first time, Mom. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why is she coughing? What, what is going on? What, she, what do we have? Where's the resources? Call, call her grandmother. We need to figure this out. And so um, as a first-time mom, you know, and when she was a newborn, I was so anxious because I was like, oh, my goodness, what if I drop her or something? You know, you just worry about all the things that you do wrong, but you need to give yourself credit for the things that you've done right and what you feel comfortable with. A lot of times we're doing things based off what, people project on us or what we should be doing but um as a mom from what i've learned so far you know your instincts do kick in and you do need to trust your gut and your own intuition and breathe and just say you know i'm blown i might be blowing this out of proportion let's see what i can do how can we work together you know it's just be solution oriented and that's what has helped me um, through this whole situation. You know, now when she coughs, you know, she's at five months. You know, my first thought now is, all right, well, let's monitor her and let's see how, you know, see if it progresses, see if it's a dry cough. Let me look up what symptoms is. You know, be very solution forward and um, just take your time, give yourself some grace and give yourself credit for the work that you put in um, for your family and for your loved ones, for your child, because um, people don't give us the, I don't think people give moms the credit they really deserve, honestly, because we, we wear so many That's hats so and titles. You have to be your own cheerleader sometimes and say, hey, I did that. Every time I dress my baby up and she coordinates, come on. I did that because I barely do that for myself. So when I see my baby stepping out in the world, she look good. I give myself uh, um, some credit and some excitement about that because, you know, she looks good. She's happy. When I make my baby laugh, I'm like, I did that. I made my baby laugh. I could do that. You know what I mean? And so, you know, be your own cheerleader. Give yourself some credit. Take your time and be solution forward. I love that because I don't think we get enough credit for everything that we do. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. Because <laughs> listen, imagine you, I'm a full-time mom now. This is something, and a full-time wife, I have never thought, you know, at, at any point this would be my reality, but it was a blessing in its own. I get to see my daughter's milestones every day. Mm -hmm. I see her doing something new and different. So this is a scary time for me um, because, you know, I am not, I feel like I'm not really myself because things are different, but it's the best thing to embrace. When things get weird, embrace it because you don't want to miss it. You know what I mean? I love that. And I always share my story um, with Leah 
you know, because it was the opposite for me. I spent so much time at work that I missed every single milestone. Like, I didn't have the opportunity to see her take her first steps, like to see her being potty trained. Like, I missed all of that because I was trading my time for the dollar, and that was more important to me. And so I, I congratulate you. Like, it may not seem like something that's big, or it may not seem like something that you should be celebrating, but listen, those milestones mean everything because you only get one. Like, if you don't get those moments again. Yeah, this is true. And because my husband works so much, now we're working on pretty much one income. Um, so my husband, you know, I I be thinking about, man, if I was working the same type of hours he was working, I would be missing some of these things. So I actually record her when she does something new and I send it to him so he can see it on his break at work because it's so important. So I have her walking in her walker for the first time. Mm -hmm. I have her when she first learned to roll over for the first time. I have that recorded. You know, I have so many things recorded that I send because it's just so important. And um, it's a, it's just a big blessing to be able to see that. And, you know, like you said, not every mom will have that experience. I definitely agree. And I love that because we all know, you know, that motherhood, it changes you forever. And um, I want to know, like, are there any changes that you plan on making with executive behavior now that you're a mom? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> My baby got to be involved with everything. Well, you yes. know... One of the things about executive behavior is, you know, I've been so, my my whole thing was to show people how to be the CEO of their lives. And I would teach that with my one-on-one -on -one clients. And, you know, the reason why it was even started in the first place was because I used to intern at a substance abuse um, center. I was around 23 years old and there were other 23 year old women there and older and during our group sessions that I will facilitate, they will tell me, you know, I'm scared for when I go back into the community that people won't like me anymore, or, you know, they won't appreciate this new me, or, you know, things would change, and they were scared. It was like they was asking for permission to be great, and so with that being said, I feel like I've been teaching it, but I haven't shown it. So now that I have this new title as a mom, now I'm a mom, a wife, entrepreneur, you know, I'm still working in my career field with social work. I'm also trying to get into real estate soon. So with all of this going on, now I want to actually show it. So one of the changes that I plan on making is I'm thinking about having a YouTube channel and I'm thinking about showing it and showing the evidence of what it looks like to try to um, have some type of balance or, um, you know, just shots of me doing the things that um, moms are probably dealing with behind, you know, behind the doors of trying to figure out, you know, I got to go to this meeting, what am I going to do with my baby and, you know, trying to show what a village looks like, you know, it's, it's so much material I feel like I can have and people have asked me questions like this for a long time about, what does it look like to actually be the CEO of your life? Like I can teach it. I can tell you coping skills. I can tell you um, the type of mindset you need to have, what a shift looks like. I can tell you so much, but it, I think it's better now that I show it. So I think that's one of the biggest things, um, the biggest changes I'm going to make is now that I'm a mom, I'm going to show you how I'm going to continue to do what I want to do while being a mom. 
I love that you brought that up. Like, what are some ways we can become, you know, um, CEOs and especially speaking, you know, on people who just don't feel like it. Like, you know, we are kind of burnt out, wore out, and we having a hard time, you know, really seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. So what are some ways yeah. we can become the, the CEO of our lives? Take a break. Take a, take a break. Sometimes we are moving too fast. We're not listening to what God is telling us to do. And we're fixing issues without even asking God, how can we fix these issues? Or what does he have in mind? He might not come to a voice and tell you, but he might come, he might send somebody in your life to show you. You know what I mean? So um, one of the things that I do in regards to the CEO of my life is I'm working on how can I be more connected with God and actually talk to him about the plans that I have to see if they even match anywhere with what he had for me in my life. And I feel like one of the issues that I was having was I was running, running, running and burning myself out. And if I'm burning myself out, then how am I going to get the blessings that he wants me to have? We're not preparing for our blessings. So then when you get them, you're not gonna know how to handle it and then it's gonna be gone. And then you go like, God, can you bless me again? Oh, my bad. <laughs> can you send it back? <laughs> send it back, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know what to do with all the money that you gave me. I didn't know what to do with all the success that you gave me. I didn't know what to do with um, all the prayers that you answered for me. So, you know, get in line with how you're feeling spiritually. You know, if you feel like it's not God and it's the universe or you're looking at angel numbers or whatever it is that, your beliefs is getting get in contact with that, getting connect with that, and so that you won't, you know, leave off of your path and being aligned and in tune with yourself. So that's one. Another thing I would do is try to write down all of your thoughts and everything that you want for yourself. What does success look like for you? And now, you know, now that I have a daughter, I'm thinking, what does success look like for my family? You know, where do I want my daughter? How do I want her raised? What are some things I'm gonna be taking from my parents that I know that would help her? What generational, generational curses will I be breaking that I don't want her have to to, uh, become victim to you know what I mean so it's best to understand your history so you know how to move forward and um, correct whatever it is that you feel like is holding you back from reaching whatever goals that you have you know so organize your thoughts look at generational curses look at what success looks like for you and get aligned with your beliefs and your, you know, your spiritual journey. So I think those will definitely get anybody on the right path. Thank you. I, I what I stuck out what you just said was, you know, about your past because a lot of times we have our past and we let it haunt us forever. Like sometimes you gotta just learn to let go, live through it, or embrace it. So. Yes. Um, that was embrace amazing. change. Yes. Embrace change. Seriously. Because a lot of people don't even see this how general curse generational curses even begin in the first place. Because no one is paying attention to what happened to the generation before. If you have big medical issues or drug issues or alcohol issues that's been running through your family, sometimes people don't even sometimes people don't even realize that when they actually say it out loud. Yeah, grandmother, she went through that same thing. 
uh, her mother went through the same thing. It's just so unfortunate. It's got to be somebody in that family to say, ah, that don't sound right. <laughs> but why? why? Why did you do that? Absolutely not. I will not do that. And I will not have my child do that either. Absolutely not. We're not paying attention. And you have to pay attention. You have to talk to the elders. You have to talk to or if you know or witness it or see it or something and try to figure it out and say that's not the life i want just because three generations before me had to go through that same thing absolutely not i love that so is there any advice that you can provide to expected moms who are still attempting to just push through with entrepreneurship yes so when i was pregnant um I couldn't go to all of the events that I wanted to go. I was tired, okay? <laughs> I was tired all the time. And I had this big wave of guilt. I felt so guilty because I said to myself, if I don't go, then it's going to look like I'm not supportive. I met new people who are inviting me to their events and, um, you know, all about networking and, you know, being successful in your own business is meeting new people and supporting their events and learning them and having them a part of your audience as well. And it's like, I, I wasn't doing that. And then I felt so guilty about it. So my advice is, um, you can continue to reach out to people on social media because social first of all i think that's how me and you even started talking what's through it social is. media <laughs> <laughs> it and, is. And, and we found we found so much in common because of course we are we both wanted to be coaches and you actually knew my sisters so it was mm -hmm. like you know i always say you know if, if you can't go nowhere and show up you know show your face um, while you're going through entrepreneurship and you're pregnant and you're expecting, you know, get online and talk to people. And if you can't make it to the event, let them know why and maybe sponsor whatever they got going on or send a donation to whatever they got going on because you're still showing your support. Or even if you don't have the money to do that, repost, sharing people's work and their products and their events. That's important to any entrepreneurship because one of the main things they want to do is get the word out. So you can be um, a big part of that, you know, and, and focus on your baby. I told my husband, I want everything to stop. I've been wanting to be pregnant and have my child for a while now. And now that I have it, this is a blessing I want to take care of. You know what I mean? I want to, if I need to sit down, I need to sit down. If I want, if I don't want to go nowhere, I don't want to go nowhere. Focus on the blessing God is giving you. And while you're ready, if you're just, and you still want to pursue whatever you got going on, just continue to connect with people, you know, and do it in your own way where you're not feeling overwhelmed. I love that. Thank you. That's a, a, a good tip. And yeah, that is true. We actually did um, technically meet on social media, but what was crazy is I went to elementary school with your sisters. <laughs> and yeah. we that's something that was very unique about our situation. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Like years ago. My, I've met so many. There's still people I talk to to this day via social media. And we haven't even met each other in person yet. If somebody said anything negative to me, uh, negative to me on social media, I got some social media goons that will gather <laughs> a crowd 
and I ain't even met them in person before. So, you know, that, that tells you that you can connect with people without always having to show up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if people want to be in your life, they will be in your life. You know, you don't, we don't force relationships in 2020 or 2021. So that's so 1800s. We don't, we don't do that. And you don't have to force anything. Everything comes natural, you know, preserve your energy for what matters to you. I love that. And I agree. And listen, most of your support going to come from people who you don't know and <laughs> because they want the same thing you want. So exactly. don't, don't cry over spilled milk or don't cry over those people who don't support you or your vision because it's your vision for a reason. The first thing most entrepreneurs who first start, the first thing they say is um, when they start Nisha um such and such then deleted me off of social media and i got family who's not even buying my products or nothing like they're not sharing my family is not even supporting me and they won't sometimes they won't you know you you, you don't take it personal i don't know what what it is but there are people that don't want to see you shine there's people that don't want to see you progress they like it better when you was high and drunk all the time they liked it better when you didn't have a husband they liked you better when you know what i mean so you don't have to give in to what um, society or the people around expects from you. You do what you want to do and take care of what you want to take care of. So if you expecting and you pregnant or you got a lot going on with your daughter, your son or whoever in your life that's uh, very important to you, that always comes first. And if people want to be in your life, they'll do that. If people want to support, they'll do that. If they don't, it is what it is. You know, let it go. I love that. So before I let you go, I always ask everybody to come on the show. Um, do you have any book recommendations? I actually have a mom who actually provided us with poem recommendations or anything, you know, that can kind of encourage our mom tribe. I don't have any current book recommendations, but what I do recommend is find your favorite speaker. Find your favorite speaker or podcast or um, or something that you love to listen to. Being a mom, sometimes you don't always have time to read. Because why? Your kids are probably drooling all over the pages. That's how my, that's how my daughter is. I was trying to look at the sales paper just the other day and she ripped it up. Okay, well. Guess I won't be going grocery shopping. So one of the things that I do is, or that I recommend is find your favorite podcast, listen to while you're in the car, um, while you're driving, when you wake up, while you're um, washing your dishes or anything like that. I always have Alexa play um, particular speakers of mine like Sarah Jakes Roberts, T.D. Jakes, and um, Stephen Furnick. I have um, Michael Todd. I have a whole list of people that I love to hear speak and encourage me every single day. So um, as a mom, if you don't have time to read, you know, or, or if you do have time to read, you can probably listen to the book in Kindle and just have it play, for, you know, as an audio, whatever it is. But I would just say, find what you love to listen to that um that you can multitask with because when my daughter is watching coco melon or she's taking a nap that's what i'm doing so that's what i recommend i love that that's something new see we ain't never had nobody that came on here and told us to listen to some stuff so for those moms <laughs> who don't have that, <laughs> don't have that time that's some good advice so thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I've been thinking about ways that I can get stuff done because I have an overly active child. She loves to move. She loves to do things. And I have music and um, passes and all type of stuff playing in the house all the time. And she's okay with it. So I was just, you know, I just say whatever works, you know, do whatever works. Sure, I heard it's good for her too. So that's, that's something that, um, that we can all get in tune to as well because what we listen to and what we do our kids pick up yes absolutely and kids will ask you questions like who's that so if you know of course if my daughter was older she would probably ask that so if i'm listening to the mom's podcast or you know the mogul mommy podcast um if my daughter had asked me who is that and i'll say oh this nisha you know she's an entrepreneur this is what she does this is what her daughter does her daughter does stuff too you know she's into dance are you into dance it's a it's a conversation starter i agree so um what's next like what can we expect from nisha and executive uh, behavior and <laughs> so fire no <laughs> so when <laughs> Um, some of the things you can expect is you'll see my face more often, you know, um, I'm coming out of, you know, some people say retirement or hiatus or whatever, you know, I haven't done entrepreneurship, uh, you know, entrepreneurial things in a year, you know, August of last year is when I officially was like, I need to take a step back and really get myself together mentally. And then of course I got pregnant and I focused on my pregnancy and uh, my daughter's five months now. So now I'm getting back into the swing of things. You know, executive behavior, executive behavior actually came out with a merch line last January. So it was like um, hoodies and sweatshirts of different um, things that would encourage people indirectly. So, you know, one of the things, one of my goals was I didn't want um, executive behavior only to be like one-on-one sessions where you have to come and meet with me just to get encouraged or figure out a plan or whatever. I want to be able to encourage people just walking down the street. So one of my sweatshirts that sold the most was I am the investment and I will go into grocery stores to restaurants and wherever and there have been so many people coming up to me saying okay uh, all right that's it I like that I am the investment say that because that's the you know it's it sends a message and that's what I want to continue doing so um executive behavior will be coming out with another collection um for the merch line, it will be hoodies. I'm thinking about adding sweatpants too. Just make it a whole outfit. Encourage everybody with whole outfit. Can you do that? You know, indirectly helping people, whether they ask for your help or not, reading your clothes or reading whatever's on your shirt. It's Nisha, do you remember when we was in Paris and we was at the airport and our shirts had said that we was on a business retreat? Do you remember all the people that came up to us and asked us about that? Yes, I remember. And remember, we talked about that for a long time, too. Exactly. That is what made me start the merch line in the first place. Because just think about it. If you if what if your sweatshirt just said, don't quit. And somebody was just, in, you know, going through depression at that time. And they just seen that when they went to the store, they feel like that's a sign to really help them. So executive behavior will be coming out with another collection of that. And then I'm thinking about um, doing the YouTube channel so I can show more evidence on, you know, how to be the CEO of your life versus um, CEO of your business. And um, yeah, so that, that would be the next few things you'll see. More photo shoots, more behind the scenes, more fun. <laughs> 
And can I can just add that dog? those were some bomb sweatshirts, first of all? Thank you so much. I'm so excited because this time around, I think I'm going to have more creative control of um, having different patterns and different designs on the sweatshirts and everything. So it'll be a little something different. Hope it, hopefully everybody tune in and stay connected because it's going to be so much fun. Such a, you know, such a good material, such a good content. So, you know, just give me a little bit more time. Come next year. It's popping. <laughs> I love that. And let's just add that you're actually be uh, speaking on mental health and motherhood at the pajama party that we're having Woo! next month in December. So I am so excited. I'm excited. You know what makes me so excited? Is that I'm a new mom that's about to connect with moms. My goodness, I'm so excited about this. It's gonna be such a great event. People are gonna get such good material and good content to take home with them. So I hope everybody register. Yes, I'm really excited about it as well. So um I don't want to keep you much longer, but just share with us like how can we stay connected with you? Um, okay, so please tune into my Instagram. Um, my Instagram uh, name is uh, Shades of Nisha, which I think that's what I'm going to actually name my YouTube channel, Shades of Nisha TV, because that, that sticks that you know that sticks with me. Because Shades of Nisha is just the fact that I got a I got a lot going on. You know, I want you to see my life through different lenses and different um, you know from different titles that I have that I hold that you know that are important to me. So follow me on Shades of Nisha on Instagram, and then executive behavior, which I believe is executive underscore behavior. I also have a website, executivebehavior.com. That's going to be revamped too. So everything is going to be revamped, looking good, ready to roll. So I'm going to make sure that I include all of that in the show notes as well for everybody that want to stay connected. And I have to just say thank you. Thank you. This was a bomb interview. I truly appreciate uh, you sharing, you know, the tips and knowledge and just bringing us into your personal life with, you know, the podcast. Yes. Thanks for having me. I love this. Can we do it again? <laughs> of course. Anytime you want, brother. <laughs> I love this. Thank you so much for your podcast. It really helps all the moms out there. You're doing a wonderful job. I love it. I love tuning in. So just thank you for having me. Thank you. And I do want to just say thank you to everybody that tuned in for uh, this week's episode, and we're going to talk to you all next week.